This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and uh, we're happy to be with you folks at this time. Old Trailblazer riding out on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. I appreciate every one of you who listen to the Old Trailblazer broadcast. I know we pick up new listeners occasionally up there in Sweetwater, Tennessee, and Orlando, Florida, and Houston, Mississippi, and Kalamazoo, Michigan, different places. But I appreciate you long-time listeners, many of you out there in Spokane, Washington, and California, and Corpus Christi, Texas, and uh, San Antonio, and all those places. I, 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 just, I just thank you. I just thank each one of you for listening. And I ask you folks, if you hear me on the Internet, you go there on the website, radiomission.org, and it'll give you all the information about how you can hear us on the Internet. And uh, then our Sunday service is here at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and then Sunday night and Wednesday night, you can hear us over the Internet. And uh, go there to our website and just look up a live streaming, sermon audio. You find those things. And if you have trouble doing it, you call us at the bookstore during the week. It's uh, air code 225-664-8658. 664-8658. Folks are buying computers now all over the country getting rigged up where they can hear the trailblazer, hear the old old Pastor Pendarvis here and our brother on Sunday night and Wednesday night. And it's a blessing to know that you're listening out there. So I hope, hope you'll do that. So we're here at this time with another message from God's Word. We're bringing you some studies on divine healing, true and false. And we were looking at divine healing and blood redemption. So we're going to get there in just a moment. But I want to play you one of our radio choir songs that we have on CD and uh, then I'll tell you how you might receive these. We have nine of them. No. 
Amen. Amen. May I ask you, my friend, will you meet me there? I'll be there. Will you be there? For the faithful part no more, will you be there? Oh, my friend, it's only by the grace of God that anyone ever gets saved. I make this statement often. It's a miracle that the Lord saves anybody. When you take a look at the total depravity of man, the, the wickedness of the human heart, and all of those things, it's a miracle that the Lord would save anybody. And that's, that's, that's true, my friend. The Lord would save any, any poor soul. So let's get back to our study. We're looking at divine healing, true and false. And uh, we're looking today at blood redemption and divine healing. We've been through this now. Uh, oh, several weeks we've been here. And we looked at uh, the fact of divine healing. Divine healing is not a gospel. Christ never commanded us to preach healing. Divine healing is not in the atonement. Divine healing is not in the atonement. There's two messages there, two, two tapes. The use of medicine does not dishonor God. And now we're in blood redemption and divine healing. But I wanted to mention all of these messages are on CD. We put five 15-minute messages on one CD. And I believe we'll have 17 of those CDs with five messages on each one. So let's look at our message today. We're looking at divine healing and uh, blood redemption. Now, I know one of the things that I've spoken to many, many people, and they asked about this particular verse of Scripture we're going to get into this morning. At this time, James 5.13. There's several verses there I want to read for you. It was an eye-opener to me, an eye-opener to my heart. It says, that's James 5.13 through 15. Is there any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing songs. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, I quote that verse of Scripture many, many times because I believe that the only weapon we have is prayer. And the Bible gives us this gracious verse, the effectual fervent prayer. Now, let's, let's look at what that is. Does that mean uh, just a little sing-song prayer where there's no feeling? Does it mean to just uh, off-handed, no, no, uh, no design there in your prayer? No, it means effectual. If you want it to be effectual and then fervent, uh, pray with much uh, uh, zeal, much, much uh, uh, fervency in your prayer, like it's a life and death situation, and many times it is. But I've been often asked this question: Do I believe, Trailblazer? Do you believe in James five thirteen? And I answer: Surely. Surely I do, because I believe the word of God. I believe every word of it. Now, let's look at James 14. Let's, let's just go slow there and read these verses, because it may answer some questions for you. James 5.14. Is any sick among you? Let him call the elders of the church. Who? Who call them? That individual who is sick. Let him, the one who is sick, call for the elders of the church. Now, who are the elders of the church? That's a good question, isn't it? That's a good question. God is born again believers. 
preachers. Preachers. God's born again, saved preachers. That's the elders. You see, back there in the early churches, they had elders. Today, an elder has a church. Oh, we won't get into that. So let's let the one who is ill or sick call together the elders of the church, and the elders of the church are to go where the sick one is, not to bring them where the elders are, not to put their hands on the radio or the television, not to get a prayer cloth and pray over it and go lay it on his stomach. No, let the elders of the church go where the sick one is and let them pray over him. Now, this is the first thing when they enter into the sick room, pray. When they enter that sick room, pray. When they get through praying, then they are to anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Not in the name of Jesus, but the name of the Lord. You see, they're to pray first. And then they anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. Most of the time, they anoint first and then pray, which is contrary to God's word. This is not God's order. You pray first. And then, when you get through praying, anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Not in the name of Jesus, but in the name of the Lord. And I've heard men stand over someone like that and command the Lord to cast out the devil. Cast out that devil of arthritis. Cast out that devil of cancer. Cast out that devil of this, that, and the other. In the name of Jesus. No, my friend, that's all error. That's satanic to the core. I, I stake my eternal destiny on it. The Lord never gave any such command as that. No, he says, pray. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Now, I want you here. I want you to set up and take notice. I want you to perk up your ears and listen. Because here's a, 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 a something that's been uh, mis, misbelieved and unbelieved and disbelieved throughout the years. And I was even there many years ago myself. It says, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The responsibility here is on the elders. Now, you get that? The responsibility is on the elders. If the individual who is sick is not healed, then the elders are to blame. Did you get that, preacher? It is the lack of faith of the elders if that individual is not healed. Now, if the elders cannot pray the prayer of faith, they better not go. They better not. They better stop. It does not say for the elders to carry around a bottle of oil in their back pocket and anoint everybody and pray over everybody. No, it doesn't say that. But you listen. Listen to what it says. If the sick calls for the elders, and if the elders can pray the prayer of faith, let them go. And the order is pray first, then anoint with oil. Now, let me say, let me make sure you understand. If that individual does not get well, then it's the elder's fault. So many anoint them and pray over them. And they, if they don't get well, they say, well, the individual had no faith. Had no faith at all. Brother, that puts us on the, on the spot, doesn't it? That puts God's man on the spot. Do you see how the scripture has been misquoted, misused, twisted, and warped? Go get your Bible and read it after the broadcast goes off. And let the Bible speak for itself. But this is the old trailblazer. We're coming down close to the end. We'll get back in this in our next study. And we're coming down to the close to the end of this uh, series on divine healing. And we'll have a full-length CDs with five messages on each one of them. So you, you, you uh, let me hear from you. 
And if you would, pray for me, and I'll keep you posted on the progress that we're making. But remember, this is the Old Trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis here, Radio Missions. And uh, remember, my mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org.